Hello and welcome to Rivaled episode 33. I am Bo. Got my co-host Jake over there or over there, whatever way he's on this side, this side. Anywho, um, so uh, college football playoff was, was it like a week ago? A little over a week ago? Um, it was, yeah. no, it was five days ago. It was on the first. Right, right. Oh, right. So um, Alabama crushed Notre Dame. I don't think that surprised anybody. So, I mean, Alabama, they're on a whole nother level. I don't really know if that's worth our time talking about because everybody just knows how good they are. So, but the one thing that surprised me and a lot of people around the country was Ohio State beating Clemson. Not only did they beat Clemson, they beat them very convincingly. So, were you surprised? I, I wouldn't Jake? even say convincingly. I, I would say it was uh, – in, in terms of PG – it was a well-fought victory for them. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. They definitely surprised me. I thought Clemson would just wipe the floor um, with Ohio State, but that definitely was not the case. Uh, Ohio State, Ryan Day just came out. Justin Fields, who got hurt in the first half. He did. He took a nasty shot, but Ooh. was able to okay, so let me Let me ask this. Do you think that was a targeting call? Nah. I think it's football. They- Yes. I think they screwed him over. I didn't think that was a targeting call. However, I'm not a call drift, but I, I don't see it. You got to make yeah. a tackle. He, he didn't go for the helmet or the shoulder pads or the neck area, right. the ribs. That's a legal football hit. So who cares yeah. if you duck your head? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude. Um, I was shocked. I, I did not – think Clemson was going to lose and I did not think they were going to lose by that bad Um, because to me Clemson is just an they've been you know an awesome program ever since you know Trevor Lawrence got there even back to when Deshaun Watson was there for the last five six years I mean they've been you know throwing teams around like ragdolls so to see Ohio State do that to Clemson that kind of puts all the people including myself and I think you too. That said, they shouldn't be anywhere near the college playoff. That that shut us up real quick. <laughs> because right. if it was like 38, 35, you could still make the case. Like if Ohio State won that, like, well, a lot could happen over you know five more games. You know, injuries. You know, fatigue. But it was like 49 to 28. Wasn't that the final it, score? It wasn't and, close. And even that, like, it wasn't even that. Close. You know, it was it was big. It was a uh, much bigger victory than what the final score indicated. Um, so, yeah, no, Alabama and Ohio State, that's, that's going to be fun. Let me, let me get your game prediction now. Who do you have based on Ohio State convincingly, convincingly beat Clemson? And I, I still got to rock with Alabama, dude. Okay. Roll tide. You know, I mean, I just don't know if Ohio State has – the the linebackers to be able to match up with the O-line, Alex Leatherwood, Evan Neal, and, um, of course, uh, Najee Harris out of the backfield running it. Then you got to worry about uh, Devontae Smith. Did you Waddle. see Is he Waddle, back? yes. He's coming back? Coming back. Oh, it's he's, over. He's projected to play. It basically means he's going to play. play. Just pop uh, some painkillers in his leg uh, or whatever's hurt, and he'll be good to go. I think with that, it'll be it'll be Alabama. 
As yeah. much as I want to see Ohio, honestly, like you said, it kind of shut us up with Ohio State not being anywhere near. I want to see Ohio State prove to the committee that this was a good choice. However, one game will not define that. I would love to see them go out and do the same thing with Alabama. But like you said, they have better defensive strength, I think. Right. And they uh, match up well offensively. Is just gonna oh, come yeah. down to that, That's not a question. Yeah. Justin Fields alone matches right. up with dude. Alabama. He might okay. He might be better than Trevor Lawrence. He might I, be. I, I think. Should write it down. Hot take. I don't have a notebook. You gotta. I'll, I'll make a mental hot take. We'll run it. We'll run the tape back. Okay. Justin Fields. Okay. Wait. Wait. Before I get too involved in this one, if Ohio State wins the national championship, Justin Fields is the number one pick. Hmm. Okay. If not. I think he drops to two. Three. I forgot who's taking three. Three. Uh, think, is it it's Jags, Jets, no. I think it's Miami from Houston. Oh, it is. It is Miami. So, <laughs> Bill O'Brien, the ghost of Bill O'Brien, still hunting. Oh, man. Okay, so I would I would think he would go number two. But I don't know. I, I think one could be – dude, that, that's just so tough. I, I don't know. I think if – Ohio State wins the national championship. Justin Fields is the number one overall pick. That's my yeah. And if he if if he torches Alabama's defense, like Alabama is an elite level defense. Yeah. Like they they are as close as an NFL defense as you're going to see at the college level. So if Justin Fields can go out there and throw for like 400 yards, five touchdowns, no no picks, no turnovers, that's going to turn some heads. Yeah. Um, You know, because kind of like in my NCAA football game earlier. Um, Sam Howell, I was playing North Carolina against Clemson, ACC championship. Sam Howell threw like 450 yards against Clemson defense. But, you know, that's video games. That's video games. Whatever. But in real life, Devontae Smith won the Heisman last night. And I know we kind of talked about this on Snapchat. And I think we we were both in disagreement. Who did, who did you think should have got it again? So, looking at what you had mentioned to me, I get where you're coming from, and I understand your point of view. And what did I say so our, our people know? If you had if you had Devontae and all these other receivers on a different team, Mac Jones would put up the same numbers. Right. No, because any SEC quarterback could do what Mac, Mac Jones did this week. Exactly. I mean, this year. I mean, that's really no, no shade at him, but, I mean, it's just the talent around him is – it's just unbelievable. I think that's what gets it. But at the same time, you kind of have to think of what went into it of how he got it compared to like a Kyle Trask who just broke SE, or, uh, yeah, SEC records. He did. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I love that Devontae got it. He's the fourth wide receiver ever to get it, first since 91. So props to you, Devontae. But at the same time, you got to look at your quarterback. You wouldn't have those numbers without your quarterback. That And, and with right. it being a quarterback-biased award, I feel like you had three quarterbacks going against each other and one wide receiver, and the wide receiver gets it? That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But no, no okay. 
Yeah, going into the season, wasn't Devontae Smith like the number two receiver? Because wasn't I think Waddle was the number one guy. Not, and Waddle was one. Waddle got hurt, so then Devontae stepped up and became number one. Exactly. So, so think of this. If Waddle never got hurt, would he be in that conversation for wide receiver? I, I think so. I mean, yeah. Dude, I mean, SEC corners are unbelievable. This SEC's SEC is one defense and running backs. So if you have a receiver like Devontae Smith that is that won the Heisman in the SEC, like that is crazy. That is crazy. So good for him. Yeah, no, and he's he's a little small. I don't I mean he, I mean he's six one, one seventy-five, so he might have to put on ten pounds of muscle. Um, you know, get that body right for the NFL. But a cool thing that I saw on CBS, uh, CBS Sports Instagram, was that remember Georgia and Alabama, uh, the game that made Tua Tagovailoa, Tua Tagovailoa made him famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember they threw uh, a game-winning end zone pass. True freshman, a true freshman. Tua threw that ball to Devonte, uh, Devonte Smith. Hmm. So I thought that was cool. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I remember watching that game. I was like, oh, my God, he's open. He's open. And Tua threw it. And then they got him. I was like, what? And then it was actually um, Devontae Smith. And that was cool. Okay. That's, so makes me feel old because I did not feel like four years ago. That's an interesting stat for sure. Yeah. But I got another one for you. I want to say the last three drafts, the Heisman has gone number one overall. You're telling me Devontae Smith's going number one? No, I'm not. I'm not. Hold on. Hold on. If yeah. if the Jaguars did that, that means they have faith in Minshew and that their receivers suck. So which one is it? I mean, I mean, you gotta ask yourself. They're not gonna do that. It'll be it's probably gonna be Lawrence. Maybe the Dolphins at number three. That'd be kind of cool to reunite no. Tua and I don't know though. Because you have Rousseau, he opted out, defensive end. Yeah. Um, uh, that dude from Oregon has some wacky name, Penn Ice, Sowell, Sewell. I know who you're talking about. I can't Yeah, pronounce. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, um, Dylan Moses, I don't know, he might go late first round. So. I feel like eventually we'll do a, our mock top 15. Oh, yeah, we'll have to. Yeah, we'll have to. But, yeah, no, I still think it should have been Kyle Trask winning the Heisman just because you got to go with the whole body of work. Um, I mean, Trask, I mean, we were talking about him on this show, you know, in October, November, and we never really talked about Devontae Smith until like two weeks ago. So I just think you got to go with the whole season. Sure, I mean, Devontae's stats were crazy, especially for an SEC wide receiver. Um, But, I mean, quarterback, baby, and Kyle Trask was – exceptional except for the Oklahoma game but that doesn't count because right. that's not but yeah so Trask I wonder when hit or he'll go in the draft what do you think I, don't know. I, I think the next closest position or team that needs a quarterback is like I want to say like 12 or 13 somewhere in there yeah I, I don't you know. could always trade up you know there's the, like we've been saying for the past like two months the it'll quarter, be a quarterback carousel yeah it'll be crazy this year i, I heard something on. matt or matthew stafford to the colts really yeah i heard i saw something about that I and then that adds to my really thing of the cool. dolphins or the lions trading up and taking fields at number two 
Kellen Mond is in the mix too. Like Kellen, Kellen Mond, Matt Ryan, everybody. Say what? Kellen Mond, Kyle Trask, Lawrence Fields, uh, Prescott. See what Jerry Jones Prescott. said today? Yeah, I did see that. I was kind of. Ooh, that's a, that that that's bad negotiating one hundred and one. We can talk about that on a different episode. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. that. <laughs> um, who's the guy from North Dakota State? Trey Lance. He kind of dropped off. But only because he gives me Carson Wentz vibes. Okay. Hear me out. They went to the same college. Agreed. He's good in college, gets some records, and then is just like a top prospect. No. He goes to the NFL and is complete dog water. (laughs) Dog water. (laughs) I I honestly, you brought up the Colts. I see Phillip retiring. I see. Oh man, there's so many options. I, I, can, I can see Carson Wentz going to the Steelers, not the Steelers. I'm sorry, the Colts. I can see Stafford going to the Saints just for a couple of years. Just, just bring somebody in, another veteran. Yeah, there's so many options, bro. It's gonna be. I crazy. think this off season's like player movement is gonna be at an all time high. Oh yeah. Especially with not just the quarterbacks, but the big name guys like Julio Jones, uh, JJ Watt, Larry Fitzgerald retired. That sucks, but he had a good. Career. He did retire officially. He did, and that's what he said. That's what I saw on ESPN. Dang, I know, but dude, I mean, he bro, like second in receptions and yards. So let me ask you this: I, I feel like I know your answer. I know my answer. Do you need a? legitimate award like let's say an MVP or player of the year type thing or pro bowl and a super bowl to get into the hall of fame can you alone get you in yeah yeah because i mean if you're on a crappy team that's really not your fault (laughs) you know that dude is the definition of loyal Right, right. I think you should come back for one more year. Run it back. Run, run it with the Chiefs. Try to see if he can cop himself a ring before he – Yeah, I know he won't, but that would be so cool. He won't. That would, that would be great. Man. Yeah. Like so, another – Player this year is just going to be absolutely crazy. Right. But, hey, we got a crazy playoff, too. The super wild card weekend this week it won't give our predictions for that on like friday or something okay yep um also the philadelphia eagles uh did you watch the game sunday night i i did not not me neither watch the highlights i saw the post-game interview with ron rivera and doug peterson though meeting at midfield ron rivera Man, okay, first and foremost, the Washington football team beat two cancers this year. Ron Rivera and Dwayne Haskins. Oh. I'm sorry. No, Ron Rivera said to Doug Peterson, hey, thanks. Yeah. It's like he knew what was going on. Yeah, and no, like I saw this headline too where everybody was just so mad at Peterson tanking and losing the game on purpose. But Ron Rivera said, yeah, I had no problem with it. I mean, you want to get your get young guys in, get them ready for the next level, the next season. I was, of course, it's going to say that. But oh, yeah. I don't know. 
And apparently, like, two Eagles players had to be restrained from going after Bro, Peterson, he might they be were, fired. They were he in the game. They were down by three when he did this. Yeah. In, in what, the third quarter, fourth quarter? For, yeah, something like that. Like, if you're, if you're running with Jalen and you're being successful, continue it. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Right. Plus, wouldn't you want to get, you know, I mean, the Washington football team is a really good defense. So I feel like you'd want to get Jalen – little more used and accustomed to what in a an almost elite level NFL defense looks like. You know, because he got yeah, he got he got four uh you got they got four first round picks up front for Washington. So I mean it'd be good rehearsal for him next year to get used to that pressure. Instead he bring in Nate Sudfeld who probably he's not gonna be in the NFL in two years. So <laughs> I don't know. They were trying to get that sixth pick and I hope that sixth pick is a bust because they they um I don't know. That's stupid. Kelsey was like, what the heck are we doing, coach? I, I don't know if it was you that mentioned it or, or Lucas, but he said that uh, we could be eyeballing Jason Kelsey. Hmm. I mean, Chiefs probably do need a center after this year. I think it's Austin Ryder. Yeah, I mean, he's good. He's average. Yeah. Right, but I mean, of course you're taking all pro. And maybe, I can, yeah, I mean, I could see Philly doing a whole rebuild. I could see them firing GM, firing coach, getting Carson out of there, getting Fletcher Cox out of there. Does uh, Fletcher retire? Does who? Does Fletcher retire? No way. He's still got some good football left in him. Where do you see him going? I don't know. That's tough because a lot of people need – I mean, you could always use defensive line help. Um, yeah, maybe – Maybe Pittsburgh or Denver. Where's that Cam Hayward? They could use another one. Hayward plays the the end. You know, uh, what you call it? Cox plays up the middle. Fletcher Cox plays defensive tackle, which is on the inside of the defensive line. You have two ends that are on the left, and then you got the Cox in the middle. (laughs) Fletcher Cox is in the middle. He's, he's he's between the ends. Before we get too out of hand with this, so like you said, player movement is going to be crazy. Um, yeah, there, that'll be it'll be some crazy big names that'll be gone from their respective teams. Uh, obviously, like you mentioned, Julio Jones, Matt Ryan could potentially be traded. I don't see it right off the bat. I think it'll be halfway through the off season that they go somewhere. Um, Quarterback carousel is just going to be all over. It's going to be hard to keep up. He might be gone, too. I would love to see him gone. He needs out. I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like I I feel like he's I feel like he was hurt. He was on the injury report all year. Hmm. And his uh, his cat, I know, like in his calf was giving him trouble and then he didn't play like week 15 or whatever. And then he came out week 17 for a bit. So he's been in and out of the lineup all year. So well, if Tony Pollard can stay healthy, run a Tony Pollard. Right. He won't be gone. I hope. I don't know, man. If it comes down to Deke, Deke, Zach or Zach, <laughs> Dak or Zeke, I'm choosing Dak every day, baby. But. 
Dak's going to have to get a little less than 40 mil. How much is Mahomes getting? Like 45 million a year? Yeah. Something like that. Has, has Dak Prescott won a ring? Has Dak no, but uh, dude, no. Dak Prescott, though, if he was healthy this year, he probably would have broke the passing yards record. Because well, that. That's the thing with, that you just said. If he was healthy. Dude, here's the thing with that crappy of a defense, and then with those great receivers. Like that's the perfect combination for like like fifty seven hundred passing yards. He literally had like four hundred passing yards like three straight games. Oh. <laughs> you might hate me for this one. What? See, I, I can't be too mean because in reality I wouldn't want it to happen. But just for the kicks and giggles right now, I would take Jameis Winston over Dak Prescott. What? Okay, you're done. You're done. Let's leave you're it done. Let's All right, it. well, Steph Curry dropped 62 a few days yeah, ago. We're, That's we're pretty cool. Basketball for sure. Yeah. Steph Curry. Go ahead. That was it. I was just saying Curry dropped 62. Oh, yeah, That's Curry all I got. Um. I don't. I haven't followed much other basketball yet. I'll, I'll I'll pay attention when the fans are in the seats because I'm trying to get season ticket to the Wizards. Wizards have a team. I thought it was. Yeah, it, yeah. It's the the Russell Westbrooks and the Bradley Beals. Their it's, offense is. It's the Russell Beals. Yeah, that's what it is. Their Bradley offense Beals. is basically if your name is not Westbrook or Beal, you do not get anywhere near the basketball. I don't know. Thomas Bryant's been looking pretty good. He does, yeah. No, he's been really good off the pick and roll. He's kind of always had that body and that um, intensity. Um, one of my favorite wizards, though, is uh, Davis Bertans. Um, yeah. He, dude, he is like – he's just a walking bucket. I swear, like, his shoes – you know, whenever you step in a puddle and, like, you're still walking and your shoes make a little drip, because they're so wet, that's kind of what his shoes are like when he's playing. Splash. It's splash Mountain, baby. Splash. Curry dropping 62. That was a crazy feat. I think that was a career, definitely a career high for him. Oh, yeah. Um, just, a lot of Warriors have uh, dropped 60. Okay, you said you haven't watched a whole lot of basketball lately? I haven't. Neither have I. But as of right now, what's your what's your rookie of the year looking like? Rookie of the year, dude. Um, Opie Toppin. Mamela Ball. James Wiseman, I Anthony Edwards, too much. Malachi Flynn. Anybody that was a top ten pick, really? I think, dude. Honestly, I think Mac, uh, Malachi was like a late round pick. Hmm. Well, not a, like a like a late first round pick. He was really good at San Diego State. I watched yeah. a lot of him. So he was, you know, he's he he's got the he's got the handles. He's got the shot. So if he can just work on his defense, I think he could be a future uh, all-star honestly he's he's looked really good in college yeah i definitely agree with that he's looking good cool um so there's some baseball news too oh yeah uh you darvish hold on san diego padres yes sir you darvish the korean infielder forgot his name yeah blake snell oh my god i think blake snell trade had so much to do with game seven Oh, me too, man. That was the first thing I thought of when I saw that. I was like, oh, I knew, I knew, I know Blake initiated that, and I don't blame him. I do the same thing. Yes. 
How good does San Diego get with three All-Stars? Potentially three All-Stars, two for sure. San Diego, man, they are they're on the come up. They got all the swag with Tatis. They got the leadership with Hosmer. Uh, now they got a really good pitching staff. Chris Paddock, too. Don't forget about him. Chris Paddock, uh, Dan- Dillison. Dillison? Lamont? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Him. Yeah. And then, but, you know, what's their bullpen looking like? I've. I mean, you got Tim Hill. I think you got. Uh, oh, yeah, Timmy. I, Tim Hill, buddy. We need you on this podcast sometime. We do. I reached out to you before. It's all good. We know you're busy, but you're not busy right now. It's the off season. It's the off season. <laughs> okay. Oh, they got Clev. They got Clev too. I forgot Mike Clevenger. They do Mike Clevenger. I feel like you can quote me now. I feel like they have the best starting rotation in baseball right now. They do. But what we've seen a lot with the Padres in recent years, and a lot with other teams too. Your team can be amazing on paper. Yes. But, you know, that doesn't always translate to the field. Remember in, like, 2015 when they had, like, Kimbrell, Matt Kemp, and Justin Upton, and everyone was like, oh, my goodness, the Padres. And then they lost, like, 90 games. They did. And everybody, everybody was gone by July. Didn't do jack. I do. Yeah. Justin Upton's still playing, right? He's with the Angels, correct? Yeah, no, he's having a really good career. Okay. Well, finally, after leaving the Diamondbacks – Right. Oh, they have Tommy Pham, too. Will Myers. Of course, Manny Machado. How, where is San Diego getting all this money? Like It's international draft picks, draft rule fives, and stuff like that. But like, how – like, like okay, so they're paying Darvish, who has a huge contract. They're paying Machado, who has a foolishly big contract. And Hosmer, that contract Hosmer. didn't work out. Like, if the Royals gave Eric Hosmer the contract that the Padres gave him, the Royals would be screwed for the next five years. Yeah. You know, I don't like, okay, has San Diego always been a big market team like that? I wouldn't say a big market. I would just say a smart market. Yeah. I mean, they're just dropping millies on everybody. I mean, I, dude, let me go try out for them. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Cause like the Royals, man, if the Royals have one bad contract, their roster is done. I, so I do feel like, speaking of the Royals, I'm not saying it was a bad contract. I think it was much needed. But the Salvador Perez contract in 2016. What do you mean, Salvador? How much is he making? It, it was like it was for like five years. Oh, shoot. How much was it? Uh, Pull it up. Let's see. Yeah, because, I mean, he's been – I mean, he won all MLB first team last year. He He does produce. I will give him that. But I just feel like it was kind of a stupid contract. Like six could, years, fifty-two mil. Yeah, I mean, so what, what's that break out to? Uh, with the bonus, that's about fourteen million a year. Shoot, that's not bad. That isn't bad. However, you know, let's see if you know Salvi goes south. You know, and, which I mean, I doubt he will. You know, the Royals might be in some some trouble there. But I mean, honestly, the Royals have made some really good moves. Um, this off season, um, I don't, I don't. Carlos Santana, Mike Miner. That was a good one. I'm excited um, to see Santana. I'll probably get a jersey. Yeah, no, me too. And then we have that young pitching staff coming up too. So, um, Boobitch. Uh, um, what's his face? Brady Singer. Brady Singer. Zubik. Yeah. 
Yeah. Be good. Uh, oh, Zimmer as well. I forgot his first yeah. name. His brother, brother plays for the Indians. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be really good to see some baseball. Like you said, man, I'm excited to see the fans back in it, go to some games. Right. Oh, I'm, I'm ready for it. Right. What I'm thinking about doing is getting an Airbnb up at by Nationals Park because they have like apartment complexes over there and a few of them are available. So I'm thinking I get it for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? Go there, chill, do whatever the hell I want. All right. Watch the game Friday, watch the game Saturday, Sunday day game. Sounds like a pretty dope weekend to me, but Sunday what? Then watch the game Sunday, like so Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. What do you, what do you prefer, a night game or a day game? Um, honestly, I like the day games. I just think that's how baseball was meant to be played in the in the sun, not in a in the dome with catwalks that and, bounce off the top of the roof. And air conditioning. <laughs> you know, air conditioning is nice, though. And I do like the retractable roofs, roofs, reefs, the retractable roofs. Reefs and roofs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just because, um, you know, I like to travel to new stadiums, and I know you do, too, and a lot of other baseball fans. So whenever, like, you go somewhere and it's raining, you're like, what if there's a rain delay? What do I – like, what if this is rained out? It's not like I can – you know, come back, you know, it's already dropped on my buddy on this trip, you know? Right. So that's why, you know, when, uh, for instance, when I went to Miami, there was no in- anxiety or stress because I knew that, you know, rain or shine, the game was going to go on, just takes yeah. 10 minutes to close that roof and it's all good. So that's what I like about retractable roofs. And honestly, I've been saying this for the few, for a few, for a few years now, all new NFL and NBA stadiums should have retractable roofs. I think that should be, in the rule book. I do feel like you get a lot more use out of the, your stadium with retractable roof or just mm-hmm. covered in general. Um, like, for example, take the Las Vegas Raiders Allegiant Stadium. Massively gorgeous stadium. To be honest, it looks very nice. Yeah, no, it looks great. Um, you can get a lot of concerts, events, yeah. like just with that dome feeling or like a retractable roof you can get so much done exactly you it's get like a basketball food. arena times four yeah like olympics speaking, speaking of college basketball did you see that uh indiana is gonna host most of the 2021 uh playoffs or brackets indiana why lucas oil stadium a couple of the colleges oh. Okay, I got it. I thought you meant like University of Indiana. I thought no. they were gonna like still like the yeah. Hopefully, we'll be able to play it. I I, I think they still should have had it last year. I don't get why oh, they didn't. Out. Kansas was number one. Was they could have had May Madness. That would have been nice. Imagine if you were a senior, like Obi Toppin, for instance. Obi Toppin, Yudoka uh, Abazuki at a K. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Return though, I will say that. I still think they should have uh, let them have another year of eligibility because they didn't get to play in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, well, I think we're running short on time. So I think we well, ought to. I think that would be it. Do not forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, family, dog, cats, pets, whatever. <laughs> um, 
I don't know if I've told you this, but uh, I'm thinking about ordering some new shirts, some more shirts. Mm. So okay, yeah. Shirt, hit us up on Instagram. I'll get it rolling and get it sent out to you as soon as possible. Yep. I on sports talks on everything: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Hit the little bell on top. Get some notifications going. We love it. Peace. Later's.